Yes, indeed, and we are anxiously awaiting your home improvement type of questions, either by phone or by text. That number to get you here, either by phone or text, 651-461-9226. Again, 651-461-9226. Andy Lindis, good morning to you. Hope you had a good week. I did, Denny. You? Yeah. As a matter of fact, well, you know, we've we've kind of turned the page here. There's not going to be any more 60-degree weather, is a, is my guess, for uh, you know, for a few more months anyway. And I was wondering if uh, if we're getting close to the time where you and your crews will be wearing those heated Milwaukee vests. Oh, yes, we're well into that, uh, that territory, for sure. Um, heated everything, heated socks, uh, gloves, everything stops working as well as it should in this, in this type of weather. You know, um, I was out uh, in some pretty bad windshield. I think the windshield had us down to like seven degrees. Uh, a day or so ago, and uh, that's just your 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 body doesn't work like it normally was. But with the clothes that they make nowadays, and and just taking your time, there's there's a lot that can still be done. Well, you you maybe think of another question about uh, you know you 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 have these different heated types of apparel. Does that hinder, or, or is the new material you know a lot uh, lighter and and less uh, obtrusive i mean is it it's still uh, does it make work any different more difficult oh, i guess is yeah there's uh, there's times i wouldn't i wouldn't live without uh, my milwaukee heated uh, hoodie or my vest it's just enough to take the chill out of the air and uh you know there's always uh, plenty of used uh wrappers from hand warmers and feet warmers and things like that in the bottom of my truck this time of year too so you just uh, you, you make do. We we live where we live, and uh, we work outside all the time, Denny. And in fact, I would take you know good uh, thirty to fifty degrees over ninety to one hundred degrees. I think it's easier to work outside in, in 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 that weather than it is sometimes during the summer. So, you know these these cold days aren't aren't crazy. The last few years we've we've been blessed with uh, only a few weeks where we couldn't work. And uh, you never know, Denny, you know, we've, uh, it's not beyond us to get into the 50s and even push a 60 degree day in December. I remember golfing in December once, so a few years back, and uh, so I'm not holding out hope. Maybe this isn't the uh, the start of winter, it's just a little brief brief show, and we're going to get a, another little warm spell. I'm hoping. But you could be right. A couple of years ago, I remember uh, t- taking a picture of my son was uh, here uh, mowing the lawn. I said, just get a, start the mower and just, and I'm going to shoot a little video. And it was like the 1st of December. So you're absolutely right. It, things things can uh, can uh, mellow out just a little bit. Uh, if you have any, again, a kind of a home improvement type of question, maybe you're starting a project, maybe you're in the middle of one and wish you hadn't. Uh, you can call or text Andy at 651-461-9226. Uh, again, this past week, what what are our, our listeners and what are your customers asking Linda's to do? What kind of projects have uh, have your crews been up to? Oh, you name it, Danny. We're we're, we're doing them all. Window window department is going uh, bonkers and has been for the last six months. Insulation estimates have, of course, picked up as the cold snap. That started to happen. People starting to feel the drafts in the windows, and we've already gotten calls from people getting frost on their windows. So we're uh, we're going out and doing a lot of attic inspections, air sealing inspections, things of that nature. Leaf guard crews, of course, are are working as as hard as they can, six days a week, trying to get uh, get caught up. You know, as soon as the leaves fly, the that department finds ourselves uh, really really busy, as you can understand. Uh, 
you know, you haven't had to clean out your gutters for a better part of about 15 years now, Denny, and we're uh, trying to help. Uh, I think we well, have 16 crews going every day, so we're working on 16 wow. new houses every day in the Twin Cities, putting new leaf guard on. So over 75,000 customers now in the metro have done that, and we've talked about this before. 20 years, my service department is only one person deep, and that hasn't changed, and I don't <laughs> think it ever will. That's amazing. And actually, uh, we were counting the years, and I think it's getting real close to 25 years ago when I first met Lindis and hired Lindis to do uh, to do those leaf guard gutters. I remember asking yeah. the guy, uh, and I can't remember his name. Um, Rich. Yeah, yes, Rich. I said, Rich Cork, uh, yeah. first ever salesman, retired uh, a few years back, wonderful person. Absolutely, and a good sense of humor because I said, do you think I could go up here occasionally and just like a pressure washer, get my hose and clean clean the gutter? He says, only if it makes you feel better. <laughs> and uh, and I've never had to do that. Yeah, we're looking at 25 years or so. But anyway, that I was talking to another friend of mine. Who was it? Who was talking about they were in the midst of downpour, a downpour, which we did not get here at our house. But they said, thank goodness for those leaf guard gutters. And I thought, yeah, I still, I, th- I think we we haven't talked about it in a lot, but is it still uh, something like th- it, it can handle something like thirty two inches of rain an hour, something like that? Uh, yeah, the Good Housekeeping Institute tested it to handle up to thirty one inches of rain per hour. And if it rains that much, you're going to have more problems than your gutters. Um, <laughs> That's for sure. You know, in, in in certain valley areas, Denny, all gutter systems have difficult, but. If when designed right and you're getting the water away from your house, and, and, and we've talked about this with Jesse Treble, the safe basement folks, we get a lot of referrals from them where they get in the wet basements and the only problem is the gutters. But we also see plenty of jobs where the gutters aren't going to fix their basement problems too, and we got to get Jesse out there. So it kind of works both ways. Yeah. And, and areas are always a tough thing to, to handle, but with some, some, some talking about it up front, you can make a decision and, and making sure at least the water gets away from your house and you have the minimum amount of maintenance as, as you possibly can. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here, Andy, but a, a listener sent a text uh, a few minutes ago, and it was... As you possibly can. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here, Andy, but a, a listener sent a text uh, a few minutes ago, and it was... Uh, I, you had mentioned, too, something about uh, their question is, how do we get Lindis to our house to do that heat loss test? What does Lindis do? So think about that. And we can answer that texter's question when we come back. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, we welcome yours either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. 28 degrees, a little light snow being reported now in the Twin Cities. High today, near 32. We'll get up to near 31 tomorrow. And I'll make mention that by Friday, mostly cloudy skies predicted our highs Friday, we might hit 19. Right now, 28 degrees here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show. Denny Long here along with Andy Lindus from Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch with those good folks? Easiest number to remember, 844-9-LINDUS. Or you might want to check them out, too, at lindusconstruction.com. Uh, Andy, we have callers, we have texters, and we'll get back to that question uh, I, I posed before 
uh, we broke from a listener. But I think Bob in Roseville is uh, hanging on the line there to ask you a question. Thanks, Bob. What, what's your question for Andy? Yeah, I, I have splaking on the uh, cement block on, on the south side of my home. And uh, do you guys, I, what I want to do is cover that whole area. It's about uh, a, a cement block. It's five and a half foot high and about 57 foot long. Do you, do, you, do you do work, that kind of work? Yeah, we've uh, installed things like Groundbreaker around the foundation uh, as well. Another company that you may want to, uh, being that it's that high and it might be just block work, um, you would, uh, I, I think you're going to be better off going to safebasements.com and working with the Jesse Trouble folks, and they'll, they'll be able to take your foundation. When we work on foundations, typically we're wrapping them in some type of other siding product and insulating it covering up the brick and in addition with the siding because you need to make that transition there. So it works out better when you're doing the siding. If you're just looking at the foundation and, and it might not be as bad as you think. That's why I think uh, when, you're, when you're talking about basements and foundation repair, the, the best people in the world to call is safebasements.com. The, the, the Jesse Trouble folks are as, as good as it gets. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, I would uh, do that too. Safebasements.com. Uh, our phone number is also our text number, 651-461-9226. This texter, uh, and then we'll get back to, to to the other text. How cold can it be and still do shingles and siding? Texter wants to know. It's going to really depend on the type of shingles and the type of siding. If it's the what we use on a regular basis, the Glenwood shingle or the Armor Shield shingle, those can be laid at much colder temperatures, especially if you're using hand sealing along the way, than, than, the, than their counterparts. Same thing with LP SmartSide. I will gladly install LP SmartSide in, in, in the weather that we're, we're having coming up, even if it gets down, down to like five degrees below zero. I don't have to worry about the boards blowing apart. Now you're doing that with vinyl, and you're going to have a whole bunch of problems. Some of the caulking and things like that might have to wait till warmer weather, but there's things that you can do and just pick and choose when you have the nice days. You can do all the caulking and the finishing work. The other thing that uh, we do in the wintertime, Benny, when we're running into this, and I, I see we have some snow in the forecast, is we're going to do our best. But we, then we have to, if, as we work throughout the winter, our list of homes that we go back to in the spring is usually 50 to 100 long. That Just because we can't pick up every nail in a snowbank. No matter what magnets we use, no matter how many times we go around the house, you know, me and my partner would make bets on who can pick up more behind the other guy, and, and we'd do that all day and, and still wouldn't get them all in a snowbank. So we, we have to go back in the springtime and do it. But weather, for the most part, isn't a detriment with the materials that we use. Well, that's good to know. Uh, getting back to that uh, listener's text uh, earlier, and I'll pose it again. How do I get Lindus to do what they call a heat loss test? What exactly does Lindus do? So maybe you could explain that process, and what do you call it? They call it a heat loss test. Uh, we do a heat map analysis. We're going to go around your house and use a variety of diagnostic tools and really see how your house is working. And as the temperatures get colder, that test gets easier and more obvious. So this time of year is a great time to do that. You're going to get a comprehensive report on everything that we're seeing on the house, how it works, where your heat loss is, and what the potential fixes are for that and what the costs are for that. Now, like, like everything that we do, this initial visit is free. And, and you can go on lindusconstruction.com. You can search us on any social media and, and find us there. And, and same thing with the safe basements, folks. Those initial consultations, if you're worried, call us up. We'll come out and, and spend an hour and a half 
going around your house. There's no obligation whatsoever. We're going to show you what we do and how we do it. And then we're going to show you what it costs to fix your house. And, and, and if you want, we can get into payment options, a whole variety of things. So that initial visit's free. I encourage anyone that's thinking about anything, home improvement related, roofing, siding, windows, decking, interior remodeling, you name it, at least have us come out and take a look at it, even if you're planning for next year. I think that's probably the smartest thing to do. If, if, if I'm doing home improvements, my planning process is, is, is usually at three, four months in advance, Denny, to make sure I have my ducks in a row and I get it done the most efficient way possible. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, a couple of texts maybe we could field because they're related. They're about the leaf guard gutters. Uh, one is having Linda uh, already scheduled, and the other is uh, can leaf guard gutters be installed any time of the year, even in winter? Texter says we have a new roof and need gutters. Well, there's one. Maybe you can answer that first. Uh, yes. On some occasions, we've got to, because we do snow removal as well in the wintertime, we have steamers. And if you have a roof that has really bad heat loss and there's ice dams up there, um, we're going to want to remove those ice dams from the roof first and then, and then install the gutters. And chances are, if you have bad ice dams already this, you know, after the first couple of snowfalls, when we remove them, we're going to be talking about more than just the gutters because that those ice dams are getting caused by something. But long story short, yes, we can install the gutters at uh, pretty much all winter long. All right, well, this kind of relates to uh, the second one. This is already a Linda's customer that they have it scheduled, the LeafGuard, uh, late November, and they're worried about cold weather affecting the installation. And their question is, should we reschedule for the spring? And I'm I gathering from what you say, I don't think they have to. Uh, no, uh, I wouldn't. And, 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 and if it makes you feel better, do it. But, but, but here's what happens on those days. Those are the days I have the guys work on my stuff um, because customers aren't comfortable having them there, but I am because I know my guys and we're going to take our time and do it the right way no matter the, no matter the temperature. If it's not going to work, we're not going to do it. We're going to wait for a better day. It might take us more time, but the craftsmanship and the end result of the project will be the same no matter what, and the warranties will be the same no matter what. Our people, we train on this. You know, We live where we live. And we choose to work outside. So just got to take our time and know that it's not going to go as fast as it does when it's 60 degrees out. And it might take a day or two more, but that's okay. A lot of cold, cold weather text questions today. This Another one is about shingles. Uh, at what point would you say uh, they want to know is, uh, is how cold? What, what temperature would you not put new asphalt shingles on? You know, um, if it's, you're just talking ordinary asphalt shingles that 95% of the roofers use, that's why when a hailstorm comes through, they all got to get replaced. I got dozens of customers that got their third roof in a decade this year now. They won't anymore because now they're my customer. If they're those shingles, I wouldn't go under 40 degrees. Ours, we're, we're looking at 15-degree weather that we can still install, but we also have tents that we can put over the pallets of the shingles and warm them before the install so they lay properly. Um, you know, again, Extra steps go a long ways when you're working in the cold weather. Absolutely. All right, Andy, hang on. I'm getting a signal here. We need to take a break, and we're going to look at that forecast. Let's see if there's any warm-up in store. It doesn't look like it, but we'll give you details not only the rest of the weekend, but this coming week as well. And if you have any kind of home improvement question, we have just about another half hour of the show to go, so don't wait. You can call Andy or text Andy at 651 461 
888-900-9226. We'll be back with more after the weather here on News Talk 830 WCC. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show here every Saturday on CCO in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus, again, answering those home improvement type of questions. If you want to call and chat with them or if you just want to send a text, whatever works, 651-461-9226. Going back uh, to to the bunch of texters uh, here, Andy. This listener says, we installed new windows last December, and now we noticed lots of moisture on the inside of the windows. It happens when it gets cold like the other day. Is there anything we can do? What do you think is going on there? I would check your humidity levels. So you can go get a humidity stat at any hardware store or box store or online. You know, there, there should be around, you know, under 20 bucks. And I'm guessing you're going to find that the humidity levels in your home are very high. When I say very high, over 50%. And the recommended humidity levels in your home when it gets this cold is, is under 30% when you're, when you're in the teens. And for me, I have really well, well-insulated home, and I have the Infinity Windows by Marvin installed there. So I can get by with a little bit higher humidity in my home, but I still run it at 45% to make sure I don't have any, um, any frost-up issues or... What's worse than frost up is what can happen inside the walls. If that's happening in the walls, where any type of warm air meets cold air, that frost can happen and that moisture happens inside a wall, mold and rot and all sorts of bad things can happen. So you're definitely going to want to figure out why it's happening and get it fixed. And what did you say personally now at your house? Do you want to keep it under what percentage? Like I, I, I keep my dehumidifier set at 45% during the wintertime, but I have a very home and very good windows so but more often than not it's like the u of m puts out a chart uh most years and i think when it gets down in the teens it's under 30 percent and if it gets down below zero it's even lower than that to try to keep the homes you know frost free and if you don't have any kind of equipment to 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 test how do you know what kind of uh there's a what a humidistat what, what what can you just buy like at a hardware store for that yeah, a humidistat uh, at a local hardware store or any of the big box stores or online. They're under twenty bucks. Or if you're really having issues, have us come out. We're gonna we're gonna have all of those tools and we're gonna go through the entire house and tell you exactly what's happening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, clarification: Texter says for siding, Lindis recommends LP Smart Side. Is that true, and why? They want to know. Uh, yes, uh, warranty, um, durability, and the fact that I've had zero warranty claims. I, I pick my partners very, 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 very carefully. Um, it's, 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 it's probably the most important part of my job, Denny. Uh, I, I have the, the luxury of not dealing with a whole bunch of stuff that my dad and mother had installed 25 years ago. And I take my role very, very important to make sure who's ever sitting in my seat 25 years from now isn't dealing with a bunch of stuff that I installed. So I choose LP because of the warranties and the way the company backs me as a partner. And aesthetically, I think it's the best looking siding out there. We also do seamless steel, but that's why I choose Infinity Windows by Marvin. That's why we, we choose the, the Glenwood uh, roof by GAF. That just, we, we choose those products. And, and the number one category we're looking for is durability. Are they going to last 
the, the longest as, that that material can last? And when the answer is yes, that's what we choose. All right. Again, our number, phone number, text number, same number, 651-461-9226. Uh, we, have, <laughs> we get this once in a while, Andy. I have some holes in my cedar siding as a result of birds pecking those. Does Linda's replace cedar siding, and can it be done yet this year? I don't think it will be done yet this year. Siding department is, is, is probably three, four months out booked because of the, the hailstorm. Um, but uh, we definitely do do siding repairs. Having said that, more often than not, when we start to look at the costs of repairing siding and you're trying to weigh the options of having to continue to do this because it's wood siding, woodpeckers are going to find it eventually. Um, people tend to choose replacing that cedar with some other type of material if they can afford it. But we're glad they come out and take a look at it and uh, get you on the schedule. But LP Smart Side would be a great alternative there, wouldn't it? Yes. Don't really have to deal with woodpeckers there at all. I've yeah. heard of one instance, but it was a it was a really odd chimney thing and I don't know. I, I we've we we replaced it and fixed the issue and haven't had any woodpeckers since. But fifteen years I've only can think of one offhand where LP had a woodpecker issue. All right. Another similar question, Texter says, that the other caller did about the siding and the shingle installation in the cold. Their question is, what about brick and or stone install in cold temperatures? What would you guess about that? Something that has to set up. You know, this isn't something that we do. Um, We we work with masons that do it. Now, having said that, a lot of this brick that is stackable and it's it's mortarless that you're you're screwing on the wall, you can install that any time of the year. and and it's a pretty stable material to work with. You don't have to worry about different expansion and contraction rates. Um, Denny, you know, like my my one uh, uh, composite deck, you know, at my house, I got 12 different window manufacturers, three different siding manufacturers, four different types of roofing now I think I have on there, and three three decks. And the one deck, again, when it's too hot to work someplace else, it's my house. When it's too cold to work someplace else, it's my house. And that deck was installed on the hottest day of the year and the coldest day of the year both on purpose just so we could see how different materials work with expansion and contraction rates and and again when you when you when you think about that on the front end and when you're installing it the issues uh, that you have are very very small so back to what what i originally said if you take the right steps for the temperature in which you're installing good things can always happen good point Six five one four six one nine two two six. I was reading more text uh, questions. Uh, in fact, there was a follow up to uh, to the uh, what about brick and stone as far as installing in the cold. Uh, they are this listener is still waiting on hail insurance. A hail insurance claim was still hoping they could get it done before next spring. Uh, have you uh, maybe because of the busyness of this the whole you know, insurance claims. Have you seen a delay in uh, in some of your uh, customers uh, getting claims uh, accomplished? Yeah, we, we've talked about this before. The only consistent thing in insurance claims is how inconsistent insurance companies are. And from the timing, from the everything, and again, it's, it's, it's not a, it, should, it sounds like a rip on the insurance industry, but it really isn't. Imagine if, all right, Denny, say radio shows. If all of a sudden you're going from having to do one radio show a day to 700 of them a day, it's going to be a minute. It's going to take you a while. You're going to get behind schedule really, really quickly. You can't grow that fast. So, 
again, there's a reason why you have time, and we're talking about hail damage. Chances are it's not leaking. If it's leaking, you can probably get somebody out to fix it this year. If it's not leaking, the best course of action is working with your contractor, being patient about it. Otherwise, if you, if you go to rush and try to get something done, you might not get all of the money you should get from your insurance company or get it fixed the right way. It's just a, it's always a process, and not all insurance companies are created equal. And I, I've told this to people before. If you don't know who you're buying your home insurance from, you need to find that out. If you haven't read your homeowner's insurance policy in a while, you should. It, 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 it's worth the hour of your time. Trust me. Again, 651-461-9226. Texter says this, asks this, Andy, is it too late in the season to get a roof vent leak fixed? No. No, we are, are uh, again, our service department in the roofing, um, you know, that's a department that we've trained on and worked on because of the hail industry. We know that the stormers are going to leave a lot of leaky vents and things like that. They're going to have to be fixed all winter long. So as we get done with our, our roofing, which we're thinking is going to be about mid-December, we're going we're gonna to shut down then and, and maybe get a little bit done in January, February, depending on the weather. But those guys are going to be all winter long. What we're going to be doing is, is, is fixing other roofers' vents, is my guess. We're, we're, already, we're already doing that weekly. So if you have a leak, call us. We will figure out how to get that leak stopped before it causes more damage. What uh, usually when you see the, the this issue, what what what's the cause of this? Uh, is it just poor workmanship or what? Almost always installation error. Um, every now and then, it's a they use the wrong vent or the vent is is failing. But when it's a newer roof, it's almost always installation error, not the materials that fail. Having said that, I know the vents that we use are still only about fifteen percent of the all of the vents used in the Twin Cities. And the, the vents that we use from Lifetime Tool, they, they, they shouldn't even be in the same category as the Brone vents and box vents as the other companies make. They're, they just seal that much better and work that much better than all of the other ones. How do you answer those questions? And we've had them in, in years past about, just strictly speaking, about roof vents. Uh, people say, well, how about if I put, uh, you know, six, eight, nine vents and then I have this electric one in the uh, – inside the attic and uh, you explained it somehow uh, maybe you can do it again about how kind of using various vent roof vents may work against each other yeah you know it all goes back to that uh song we all learned in, in kindergarten it's like oh you know knee bones connected to the hip bone you know the unintended consequences that people do by adding vents and insulation usually isn't thought out of you got to look at the entire house as a picture and what's going to happen just go and put a power vent up in your attic, and all of a sudden it's going to be, could be sucking air from a different vent that it's not supposed to and not working the way it's supposed to, causing an even bigger problem or more condensation. It's, I know we'll be in attics this year, Denny, when the humidity goes up and the snow happens, and we're going to go in there, and as it's getting warmer, it's going to be raining, literally raining in the attic. And when insulation gets wet, it gets moldy and it loses its R value and needs to be completely sucked out typically. So this is stuff you have to really think out. And if you don't know and it loses its R value and needs to be completely sucked out typically. So this is stuff you have to really think out. And if you don't know about roofing and venting and insulation, get an expert involved. Like I said, us, there's plenty of other good insulation companies in the Twin Cities as well. Almost always the initial visit's free. So if you're looking at venting or roofing or insulation at all, 
talk to somebody and, and get some opinions. All right. Very good. Uh, we need to take a quick break here, Andy. And there's a text I'm looking at. Maybe you can think about this as we head to this break. They want, they need a new and want a new front door, new entry door, I presume. Uh, they want to hear from you the pros and cons of the types of those uh, front doors, the different materials they want to know. And maybe we could kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, compare and contrast these, these types of materials, see what you think personally. Uh, about that. So we'll do that when we come back. If you have uh, any other kind of a home improvement question, by all means, still have a few minutes left in the show. 651-461-9226. 28 degrees in the Twin Cities. Back with more here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show here on CCO every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is answering your uh, questions today, either by phone or by text, as usual, 651-461-9226. Andy, we'll get back to that front door question, but I think William is calling in from Burnsville uh, this morning. Uh, William, what is your question for Andy? Yeah, hi. Uh, I have an attic fan that's burnt out and it's controlled by a switch in the garage. And it comes on during the summertime, but it's burnt out, and I'm wondering if taking it out just to put a, when they redo the roof, to put a, just a vent, one of those cushion vents uh, that goes across the edge. Better off yeah, like that. A, save, like save money, save uh, time. Pardon me? Uh, a gable vent is what I'm guessing it could be replaced with, but uh, the, any roofer uh, worth their salt? Um, we'll be able to tell you exactly how they should vent it. They'll, they'll consider that the intake and the outtake all should be considered when doing a roof. So I think you're going down the right path when you replace the roof to take a look at what your options are for that electric fan. There's a, thanks for the call, William. I uh, was looking at a text that has a, a vent question. Which is better, they're asking, box or ridge vents? You know, um, ridge vent is almost always better. Having said that, some homes don't have enough ridge to get enough venting in, where so box fences have to be used. The reason why I say ridge venting is almost always better than box venting is you're trying to get the warm air out of the attic, and the ridge vent is at the highest point of the attic where the warm air wants to go naturally anyways. So it only makes sense to put the vents at the high point. I'm looking at another text, Andy, related to the roof. Uh, this listener says, is it too late to have a roof inspected? For they found half a piece of shingles last summer in the backyard. If not too late, what number? Okay, they, is it too late? I mean, they want to get their roof inspected. Uh, can they still do at least that this fall, this time? Absolutely. If you can stand back and take some pictures of your roof right now, too, in case it really snows, if the, if the entire roof gets covered with snow, it's going to be hard to inspect that part of the roof. Having said that, we can, we, with the, the imaging that we can create and pull from satellites and what we can find out by looking inside your attic is usually enough to at least give us a, be able to come up with what it's going to cost to replace the roof. Now, if you're, if you're finding pieces of shingle, that's, that's something you, you, you should worry about. Um, chances are that that's, if it's not leaking already, it's going to leak shortly from now. Okay. Let's go back to that other text uh, we uh, uh, just before we broke. 
Uh, pros and cons, they want to know your opinion of the types of front entering doors available. They want to get a new one, and they want to know what materials are the best that those doors are made out of. You know, um, a lot of customers uh, choose the fiberglass option. Uh, it's not my favorite. I, I like the, the steel sandwich door, the stainable steel specifically is, is my favorite. I like just like the way the steel doors close better. Um, I'm kind of a door slammer, Denny. I don't turn around and shut it. So those fiberglass doors don't seem to ever want to shut, so I tend to leave them open behind me a lot. Mm. And where I just swing them and they don't hit the jam. And I've heard customers complain about that as well. Uh, but, you know, we when, when you're talking about entry doors, the, the brands and the styles that you can choose from are endless. It, it, it can be uh, – we've had customers take days trying to pick out colors and options on doors. You know, we leave them that catalog and literally hundreds of options to choose from. That's one of the coolest things about doors. When you have us come out, we're going to be able to look at every single option, let you touch and feel the different types of materials. And then, and, and again, an entry door can go from $4,000 to $40,000, Denny, depending <laughs> on, on who's there. So, you know, it's a, it, it, there's a lot of different options. The, the best thing to do is to sit down with somebody and, and go through them. It's one of those things. Until you touch and feel the parts and see what the pros and cons of each are, it's hard to make a decision for you. But it's it's either a fiberglass door or one of the steel sandwich doors that most of my customers pick. Don't they make wood doors anymore? You know, every now and then we get a customer that wants one of those custom wood doors, and we've installed a couple. You know, they get in that uh, $30,000 range every now and then. And uh, But uh, the customers choose that, Denny. Unfortunately, it's, it's some of the coolest craftsmanship that I've ever seen. Um, this one guy in particular, he does some really, really neat doors out of a whole bunch of different variety of wood. You know, you just you just have to appreciate somebody that, that, you know, that this one guy worked on that door for a couple of weeks to make it happen and make it look as good as it did. That's just uh, when you get to work with materials like that, you're, you're very, very appreciative of it. It's just you don't get to do it every day when it happens. It's a fun day. They are artists for sure. Andy, we, we're all plumb out of time. I want to advise our listeners the November offer is 50% off installation labor on those leaf guard gutters we talk about, Infinity from Marvin Windows. Uh, I tell you what, call Lindis, 844-9-LINDIS. Get on the web at lindisconstruction.com. Uh, check it out, but 844-9-LINDIS if you need their help. Andy, uh, you have a good week. You stay warm, and uh, I think our friend Jesse is going to be on uh, next week, I believe. Yeah, sure, yeah. Hey, safe basements. There you go. Yeah, so get those uh, basement questions, radon, all that stuff next week. Yep. Thanks, Andy. Again, have a good week. Thank you, Andy Lindis. Thank you. Uh, from Lindis Construction. Uh, 28 degrees now in the Twin Cities, and uh, I want to remind you that I'm going to be filling in for Susie Jones tomorrow. During the health hour tomorrow, we'll be having an ENT, ear, nose, and throat guest, and also a pediatrician about that RSV. Stay with us here on CCO.